0: This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh,
1: shit!
2: It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the
1: anti-Christ of professional wrestling. David, I can run the world
3: title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit.
1: How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was.
4: Now, you're the editor,
2: right? Russo yes, on the I'm from New York. I'll
0: get downright nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand.
1: Welcome, 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 everybody, to Castrating the Marks! We are recording this for you on Wednesday night, September 13, 2023. I am Vince Russo and this is Jerry Lane. And somebody is about to get it tonight. What is going on, Jerry? How you doing, my friend?
3: Pretty good. Yeah, we got uh some scrum clips this week. Big return from Wade Keller. We got a few Wade Keller Clips, so should be a good show, I think. Uh, what about uh Ronaldo? Is Ronaldo on tonight's show? Well, one of our listeners found something interesting about Ronaldo, and we're gonna get to that as well.
1: Oh uh, well, I look forward to that, man. Uh I get very excited. you guys know I'm a I'm a visual guy, so when we have videotape, I get very, 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 very excited about that. But there was I, I just was on my phone, Jeff, like a fifteen about fifteen minutes ago, and like I said, Hollywood and I follow each other. <laughs> There's a shot of Hollywood, bro. Okay, there's a shot of Hollywood, and you know what the caption reads? I can see you. I'm like, like, <laughs> like, 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 what,
3: what is she doing in this?
1: Nothing, shot? Not, nothing, absolutely nothing. She's just looking at the camera. I can see you. And I'm like, oh,
3: my <laughs> God, bro, Please. Please with I, I think Jesus. you're turning into a Hollywood fanboy honestly.
1: I don't know, bro. I don't know, but um yeah, um it's going to be interesting, bro. Uh these coming months, man, because I told you, man, I yeah, I saw the writing on the wall that Monday night football is going to kill raw. They, they I mean, they have nothing going on and now with the Endeavor deal signed, sealed, and delivered, I wonder at what point they get involved. I mean, seriously, uh, I had Ben on today, bro. Ben made an appearance today with, with Vic Venom, bro. Yeah, you didn't have him on. Vic had him on. Vic had him on and he, he made some daring, uh, predictions, uh, concerning what was going to happen with the, uh, Endeavor deal, uh, really daring. But you know, I got to tell you, man, that's the one thing about Ben and Stevie. Like, bro, when, when, when you start picking their brain, Bro, the stuff they say makes a lot of sense, and and Ben had a Ben had a daring prediction today. But after he explained it to me, I'm like, yeah, bro. I mean, that might very well be the case. So I, I have a feeling, Jeff, that we're gonna f- from a business aspect. Come on, Jeff. Let, let's face it; we never talk about any of this shit in the ring. Who who, who gives a shit, bro? Like seriously but from a business perspective with Vince McMahon no longer being the majority owner of the WWE i think we're going to see some uh, some interesting things bro and i th- i think we're going to see a lot of things happen before even before the beginning of the year i really believe so 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 hopefully we'll have some good content to discuss
3: yeah you wouldn't think that they bought the company to not get involved no. So who knows if they'll do any cost-cutting things or find stuff that they think is unnecessary? Yeah, cut staff. You know what will happen, but I I can't see them not getting getting in there and and doing something. Oh yeah,
1: I can't either. So it's going to be very interesting. Like I said, and I was saying this all along, man. If if uh, you know Monday Night Football continues to pummel, you know Raw. I, I, I don't think it's gonna be the WWE where we're making billions of dollars hand over fist, just let it ride. I don't think that's gonna be the mentality anymore but uh we shall see all right bro you got any shout outs I do not what about you I I, I got a guys listen to me I got a loaded loaded wish list there's a lot of shit that I want let's go man let, <laughs> and and my anniversary just passed Jeff. No anniversary gifts? The perfect opportunity, man, to get me something on that list. Guys, take a look at the
3: list. Like, come on. All right, what do we got? What do we got,
1: Jeff? Let's get off to a nice
3: hot start today. All right. Well, let's go to the scrum. This was sent in by Gabe Tuff. And of course, Tony Khan is sitting there, and Don Callis and Takeshida are coming in.
0: Thank you. Good show. Yeah, thank you. It was very good.
3: Okay. okay. Is, is
1: there, hold on now. You got to ask yourself this question because they're all such morons. Okay. Is there not a hug there because Don
3: Callis is a heel? That's a good question. That's a very good question. Yeah, because that... Or, that or is, maybe maybe he knows like uh he probably doesn't want to hug. I don't know. I don't know,
1: bro. It just seems very, very formal because Callus is a heel, bro. Yeah. Which which to me is the ridiculousness of these freaking scrums, bro. But who yeah. is this now? Toshiba? Takeshida. Yeah. Continent character. Takeshida. All right, let's yeah. watch this, bro.
3: Takeshita's on top. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you so that,
1: you bro you how know. great would it have been if they would have bumped heads, bro? That that would have been we No, go back. I need I need to see that bow again, bro. I need to see it because it wasn't it wasn't just the bow. It was an all out bow, bro. Okay. Guess <laughs> what's
3: on? Andy speaking in Japanese.
4: <laughs> good, good. Very good. Very good. Uh, and uh, with that. <laughs>
3: Oh my! Why, why does he do that is it to show the yes I can speak japanese yes or I know japanese exactly
1: words? bro it's to get over with the new new japan pro wrestling fans and all that shit bro you know i i came to the conclusion is that the end of the clip we're gonna go to them
3: leaving okay. afterwards but go ahead. i
1: i came to the conclusion today bro and i didn't say anything about this publicly bro and i i learned jeff what to say publicly and what to not say publicly i've learned that so that's why you guys kind of subscribe to this show because i will say a lot of things on this show that i won't say publicly okay and jeff i didn't say anything but tna just had their 1000th show and bro it was in new york no less New York, and bro, we got the beautiful people, and we got Awesome Kong, and we got Gail Kim, and ODB, and Rhino, and we've got all these people that are a part of TNA. Okay, bro, last time I checked, I put 10 years in TNA. Okay, bro, no phone call, no nothing, and Jeff, I'm going to tell you, bro, I literally... Bro, I, I, Jeff, I don't even know if I had this conversation with you. I, but I, and you know what? I didn't talk about this publicly. This is why you guys listen to the show. Okay, Jeff? I had a conversation with a, uh, a an individual contacted me who was 1,000% legit, and the dude was very, 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 very wealthy. And he wanted to see if there was any way I could arrange for him to have a conversation with uh, Impact Wrestling because he was interested in buying them. So the way I'm looking at this, bro, is, see, he, here's the difference between me and them. Here's the way I'm looking at this, bro. Bro, I I was there for 10 years a lot of people that I still con- consider friends are still there, okay? Bro, they haven't done anything in God knows how long, okay? I-, I don't even know how many people they draw. So now I'm seeing, okay, bro, I checked this guy out first. This guy is totally legit. He's got a lot of money. Bro, who knows, man? If If a deal could be made and you got a guy that's that's, you know, willing to sock a lot of money in Impact Wrestling, wh- why Why wouldn't I try to bring the two sides together? Why, why wouldn't I try, you know? So I made, a, I made a couple of phone calls, bro, and I made the meeting happen. And, bro, one of the phone calls I had was with Scott Demore, And, bro, I, I spoke with Demore on the phone for at least, 30 minutes. And I explained to Scott, cause I know how everybody, how paranoid everybody is. And you know, Scott runs like TNA. So I had to make it clear to him, Scott, this is not about Vince Russo looking, looking to get back into professional wrestling. This is not me trying to take your job. Trust me. I said, but. I'm contacting you because this might be a good opportunity for TNA. Okay. And, you know, bro, Scott and I had a great talk. I mean, you know, we, we talked, okay. And and bro, this was maybe Jeff a month ago. So, They have a conversation and it turns out that, you know, Impact Wrestling just was not interested in selling. Jeff, I was not a part of those conversations because I didn't want, like, I didn't want to be a part of it. Like, I'm not a part of this. This guy contacted me. I'm telling this guy, you guys, this guy is legit. I think it would be worth talking to these guys, period, end of story. So they had their conversations. I was not on any of those phone calls. I didn't want to be. So, I had a very good conversation with Scott Demorest. So then we do this one thousand show, bro, and nothing, like not. And Jeff, do you know what it is? I'm t- bro. This is this. Is, we're going back now. We're going back now to when I was consulting for TNA, it, whatever year, ten years ago, Jeff. We're going back ten years ago, and it had to be a big secret, bro. Do you do you know why? I was not contacted to, to be a part of that show, do a cameo, do a video, like anything. You know why I wasn't contacted, bro? I'll tell you right now. You know why? No. Bro, what, what would the internet marks say? Oh, the internet marks hate Vince Russo. We, we can't, we can't have Vince Russo on this show. And then they, they, they might stop watching the show. Bro, that's what it's all about. They don't watch it, 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 the show anyway. Come I'm, on. Eat. I'm telling you, bro. It's, it's all that bullshit, bro. That, oh my God, if Vince Russo were to make a cameo, you know how the internet marks. It, it, it is all that bullshit. And I'm like, it, it, it just freaking cracks me up, bro, because like that's the mentality across the board. And, and I'm, I'm sitting here saying with AEW, with WWE, with Impact Wrestling and all these freaking companies, NWA, all these companies that cater to the marks, I, I got one simple question. Where is this getting you? Well, like literally, where is this getting any of you? AEW's ratings are in the shitter. WWE's ratings are in the shitter. NWA can't get anybody to watch them. I don't even know. I Bro, I swear as a shoot, I don't even know what channel Impact Wrestling is on. So you, you're catering to these marks and you've been doing it now for years and years and years
3: where is this getting you bro impact uh, who watches impact anyway that might get people talking about impact if somebody like you was on the show but yeah all all ratings are like that you know and i was i was thinking today depending on how well wrestlers do on netflix the ovw locker room may be the most watched locker room in wrestling absolutely you know
1: absolutely bro and i hope so man because I'm, I'm a, I'm a firm believer, bro, of good things happen to good people. And you and I know what a stand-up freaking guy, Al is. I've, I've known it for decades and decades and decades. And I hope so, bro. I hope this show shoves it, just shoves it straight up everybody's ass, bro.
3: Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure we've, we'll talk about this with Al, but you know, he's been telling us for however long he's been on here about nobody. They don't talk about us. They don't pay attention to us now they are all up OVW's ass. And it's funny to watch because now they want to be a part of it because OVW is going to be the biggest watched thing right. in wrestling because of, because of Netflix. So now right. all of a sudden they they want to pay attention to it, but that's been right under their noses the entire time, and they've just ignored it because it's not the style of yeah. wrestling that, that they like. And just from watching the show, you, you can see – the wrestling style is not the flippy crap it's not yeah, yeah. it's it's professional wrestling so yeah. they don't like that so yeah. who knows what could happen with this but but if this could be a big deal if a lot of people watch this on netflix and then a percentage of them go and check it out on fight tv and they enjoy the show that's the style that draws the casual fans Maybe, maybe this could be some type of catalyst to get the business back. Oh, absolutely.
1: Jeff, maybe a network picks this up. A network's watching this and all of a sudden OVW is, is, is on television and Al Snow is booking it. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, wait. Yeah. This is what this is the wrestling we use a lot. Who knows bro? who knows but to to not get acknowledged over 10 years and bro you know you know why I know that's the absolute truth because guess who else th- didn't they didn't acknowledge Dixie Carter bro like really bro like you like serious bro d- uh, EC3 just won the NWA World title. they did a thing on OVW bro they had Dixie make a cameo. They had Mixie, the, the company that she owned for how many years and bro, it's the same thing. Oh bro. The internet marks. Hey, Dixie Carter, bro. You can't put Dixie Carter on this show, bro. They, they, they could all freaking eat me, bite me like, well, but like, give me a break. It, It's, it's so trivial, bro. And it's so babyish and immature bro. The, the, they all deserve to be in the wrestling business, bro. Every single one of them.
3: All right. So this also sent in by Gabe Tuff. Now this is when Callis and Takeshida leave after their segment.
4: Thank you, Don. Thank, Thank,
0: Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Takeshita-san. the kita. Good job. Good luck. You asked for it.
1: Was it an episode? I I can't remember what it was. Somebody watching the show is going to remember. I, why am I thinking it's Michael Scott on The Office? But bro, it's always the gimmick when there's a Japanese guy and an American guy, and he never knows when to stop bowing. I I'm thinking it happened with Michael Scott. That's that's what it is. Here. Play play this one more time. Yeah,
3: and and he's got to let everybody know I can speak Japanese, yeah. and I'm going to say yeah. as much as I can.
4: Thank you, John. Thank you. Thank you, Shikashire-san. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God.
3: you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Two miles. can The other guy didn't even bow. Like, so he's yeah. probably like, well, what are you doing?
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, it's almost I he like have he's right now. one mile. Two miles. Can't shake. Thank you.
3: Good luck. You asked for it. Okay, I thought there was a third. Good you, luck you asked for it. I love
1: that. I, 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 I love the, we're shooting, we're not shooting, we're shooting, we're playing wrestling, we're shooting. Like I, I, I love the way they try to make sense out of that stuff. It, it is so freaking hysterical, bro.
3: Carl H. found something interesting on Twitter. Or X, I guess it is now. I, I, I can't stop calling it Twitter. Like Yeah, in, I'm I'm trying Twitter, I'm
1: trying know. to give it its due by calling it X, you know, but
3: He found the Ronaldo Piven Twitter account. He had a Twitter account for Ronaldo Piven that is still up there. Hasn't tweeted from it in years.
1: But it's got- Well, how do how do we know that this is from him and not a fan?
3: Well, it was uh, tweets ended i think in like 2015 there's pictures of him right. and it's him it's him all right all right? Okay. all right so there's these classic tweets on there from many many years ago such as who found this carl h
1: unbelievable call great great job man let's watch this yeah,
3: these are from 2011 and 2012 i told you people i didn't roofie her i just blew her mind with my dick at a gay strip club accident Nothing sexier than a woman who can play banjo. No fatties. Someday I'm going to find the gun of my dreams. That is a weird freaking tweet. And then sometimes in the back at Resistance Pro Shows, when I am taking a shit, and Lou DeAngelo... Isn't that the guy that works for Impact?
1: Yeah, no, Lou think, Bro, I think Lou D'Angelo used to work for... Oh God, bro... What come back way, bro? I, I had conversations with Lou D'Angelo way back in the day, way back.
3: Yeah, but this is who he's talking about. Sometimes in the back of resistant pro shows when I am taking a shit and at L D'Angeli, when you click on the account, it's him is also we talk business stuff, but it smells real bad. What, what, what just what an idiot bro like bro you you know and, me. and also guys go look at this account he's live tweeting survivor and america's got talent <laughs> it's like what is this twitter
1: account? oh my god bro! <laughs> i mean bro you you know it's not too difficult to make me laugh and you just reeled off i guess what were six jokes yeah and i'm like okay bro
3: all right go go find your gun bro <laughs> oh my god all right, let's go to Wade Keller and one of his co-hosts. I think this is a new co-host because I don't remember hearing this guy before. This is uh, from a few months back, uh, shortly after WrestleMania, and this was sent in by Nathan Vaughn.
4: Ah, uh, Brad. uh, what else is on your mind? Yeah, it was very interesting.
2: Um, very small note, but did you guys notice at the beginning when they do the then now together forever for like the like since WrestleMania they've had Roman saying acknowledge yes. me like either between the then and the now or whatever. And that was not there. This uh, just on, it was there Monday. It was not there Friday Oh, cool. um, or tonight. Um, I, I I was kind of surprised. I just thought it was weird. I thought it was something they were permanently adding, obviously not that important, but I wonder if it was just kind of to honor Roman's win and they did it for a few weeks and took it out or if it was, I don't know. They used an old <laughs> version of it, or whatever. It really doesn't matter. It, it, something I was, I was found a little interesting, um, and and something probably most people didn't notice.
4: It's always worth reading into those those show openings and the then now forever together. And I did not notice that that acknowledged me wasn't on this week, but I did I did uh, realize it got added. I didn't go back and watch an old one to see what it replaced, um, but. The, 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 i won't say the politics behind it but there's there that stuff doesn't happen by accident you know i mean somebody says let's do this change this and i don't see any reason why they would have not included it longer ago and why they would stop it and so i'm kind of curious if it was like an oversight someone pushed the wrong button or had the wrong thing loaded and it's back on monday
3: what a conversation, man! Oh, um.
1: <laughs>
4: Jeff, you know what is
1: interesting? I saw, I saw a, I saw a tweet today, and and bro, I'm telling you, this is why because you you, you don't take the the biggest draw off of your freaking television show. Maybe, maybe maybe a month to give the dude a rest, maybe. But somebody put up today the official Royal Rumble poster, bro. This is January. We're in September now. Reigns is not on the poster. And bro, I'm telling you, bro, uh, this is, this is why, bro, d- d- don't, don't, don't open your mouth just so you can stick your foot in it. Jeff, did we have it on this show? Did he, did, did I see this on my own or did we have on this show where they, they had a, they had a pretty good chapter of the bloodline. And, and there was a scrum or something afterwards, and Heyman, Heyman was on there, and they're talking about the bloodline, and Heyman makes the statement, oh, we're only in the top of the third, and I'm like... I, I haven't seen that, no. Okay, and I'm, bro, as soon as he said it, I'm like, bro, you've been doing this angle for three years. You're in the top of the third. Bro, sure enough, Jeff, literally two weeks after that, they jump the shark and there's nothing with the bloodline. And I guarantee you, bro, they are, you know, given, given Reigns time off. He's not on the rumble poster. They took him out of this gimmick, bro. I guarantee you, because creatively they've got nothing. I, I guarantee you, bro, they did the whole thing with, you know, Jay going over to Raw and whatnot and Sammy and Ket, they all, and, and now, he he's got no opponent. He's got nobody believable. He's got nothing. And you're gonna leave the guy. You're gonna take the guy out till the first of the year. But my point is, bro, don't sit there and freaking brag that you're in the top of the third, and then two weeks later, you guys ain't got shit. And and the the SmackDown rating now is rapidly dropping.
3: Check out this picture that was sent in by Mark DePolo. Oh god! Oh my god, bro!
1: sap in hollywood jeez i i don't know bro should should we start should we start um questioning whether
3: something is going on there's a lot of fans that like to insinuate that there is. I would hope not since they're both married. I'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt. I just agree. Is is the open mouth selfie still a thing? I thought that was like 2016. uh, I don't don't even know. I'm just like, we we see these
1: two a lot together. Together a lot. A lot. I see a lot of these two together. So I, I don't know, bro. Do we start questioning? Is there a... Is there anything going on on the road? I mean, I, I I don't know, bro. All I know is I was just married for 40 years, Jeff. Sunday was my 40th anniversary. And I could tell you matter-of-factly, okay, every freaking television taping I ever went to under the WWE banner, WCW TNA banner, I was not hanging out with, with a, a woman, a particular woman behind the scenes. I could tell you that right now, bro, and I and I was around for a very long
3: time. I I, I think we give them the benefit of the doubt unless there's evidence otherwise. Otherwise, we're just gossiping old ladies. Makes well, I'm, 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 I'm,
1: I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. I mean, that's not the that's not the avenue I went down when I was actively on the road. All right, let's go back to the scrum.
3: This was sent in by Gabe Tuff. This is MJF coming in
1: have you ever have you ever seen any sports press conference where Tom Brady walks in and everybody's clapping have
3: you ever seen that? no it's ridiculous and <laughs> yeah there's another clip later where the when Adam Cole leaves and the, and it's a huge ovation. I
1: have never ever seen
3: that in any freaking press conference I've ever seen no no they're supposed to be professional press people, oh my God. I'm not gonna hug you, but I'll take, you, I'll take it. Everybody else can hug you. That's I'll take it. I'll take it. I guess I'll oh, take it. I'll take it. You. I'm not gonna hug you. Everybody else can hug you.
1: Yeah, if I, bro, if I can't get a hug, I'll, I'll take this. I'll take this, bro.
3: <laughs> uh, you know he's busting his balls too. I'm not gonna hug you. Everybody else can hug you.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, bro. I swear to God, I could like, bro. Come on, let, let's be honest. For a, a billion reasons. <laughs> I I I would literally la- last like hours backstage at a AEW hours like literally, bro. I I I just I would not be able to take just the constant kissing of Tony Khan's. I just I would not be able to take
3: it, bro. I just I'm I'm sorry, man. I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, bro. But yeah, with the with the applause, that's what it is. They're all there to kiss his ass. And it's yeah, I mean, we had that clip of uh JD from New York a few weeks back going off on him asking the stupid questions at the WWE one. It's even worse at the AEW yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, that that's all it is. It's like it's like a fan event where there are VIP fans that can come in and talk to the yeah, wrestlers. That's, like exactly,
1: that's exactly what it is, bro.
3: Let's go to Nick Houseman. This video. Was- no, this one's audio. <laughs> this was sent in by Gabe Tuff, and he's talking about how the all-out pay-per-view, there was a StarCast event there that weekend, and he was talking about going to that. But this first line is amazing. Yeah,
1: Durbin, bro. Durbin went to the first one, the, the one that Conrad had invited me to.
3: Yeah, then, remember he came on here and had the highlights for us. Yeah, exactly. And then
1: Durbin went to this one. Bro, he said. From what the first one was, and of course, bro, I think Conrad managed that first one. He said to what this one was. He said it was absolutely atrocious. The content, like, yeah, 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 like who 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 was there? How many people were there? He says compared to the first one, it was just a, a an epic
2: fail. My life has been changed forever because of this whole media scrum. I still have people reference all the time about it. I walked into st- don't laugh, don't laugh.
3: my life. Yeah, I know you're going to want no. that clip.
1: No, my that's exactly. I'm, 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 bro, I was, I was waiting to tell you where to edit the clip. I was waiting <laughs> to tell you where to cut the clip. That's exactly what I was doing, bro.
3: My life, is
1: my life. Yeah. Forever. bro. this is what I'm talking about, bro. The, 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 again, bro. This dude is married. This dude is married, bro. Like, I, I'd say, Jeff, I'm like, Jeff, when, when Will was born, my life changed forever, bro. This is a married dude
2: and a wrestling scrum changed his life, bro. My life has been changed forever because of this whole media scrum. I still have people reference all the time about it. I walked into StarCast. I was only in there about an hour All anybody talked to me about was CM Punk. And then I left because I felt very uncomfortable. And I feel bad because I love Starcast. I was bummed I wasn't more around Starcast, but like I was kind of telling you about this yesterday. I just was like feeling very, I was feeling a weird vibe this weekend because I've been so close to this CM Punk story and situation. I walked into that weekend knowing CM Punk's not going to be it all out now. Tony didn't let everybody know until Saturday why he wasn't going to be it all out. How, for whatever reason, which we'll get to here in a second. But I knew this man was not going to be it all out. And the Friday I walked into StarCast early, I was at the bar for like 10 minutes. People were like, oh, what's going on with Punk? I was like, he's not going to be here this weekend. And I had people telling me about all this money they spent to be there just to see him and how disappointed they were. I was like, fuck, man, you can't be this
1: guy all weekend oh my god bro gee whiz man god
3: he can't i can't be this guy all weekend where people are coming up to me <laughs> asking about cm he's a big celebrity now vince he can't bro, that, is, that is just it's pathetic jeff it's
1: pathetic it's bro there's so many things that are freaking bizarre. bro you know what i was thinking about yesterday i i don't know if you saw it or not jeff but at the end, you know the 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 main event, bro. First of all, <laughs> so Jey Uso goes over to Raw, Jeff. Okay, and his moniker now is Main Event Jey Uso. So on the on the on his second show there, where he's Main Event Jey Uso, bro. He's first. He's first match on the card, and. Two women are in the main event. <laughs> I'm like, bro. Like, if you're gonna call the guy the main event, can we like at least put him in the main event? But the, then, bro, we go to this match. The main event is Rhea Ripley and Ra- Rachel Rackle Rodriguez, whatever they call her, and Jeff. The 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 animated faces the both of these two women were making, and bro, you know, you know who I immediately came to mind. Bro, I swear to God, this is what people need to look at and understand. And I'm going to hit this with you, and you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Bro, you see these over-the-top facial cells that are not realistic, would never happen in real life, are so freaking cornball. And you know who came to my mind, bro? You know who came to my mind? Freaking Bret Hart. Like, could you imagine Bret ever? Ever making a stupid face like that? And bro, he was arguably, bro, bro. If we want to look at everybody in the history of wrestling, and you want to look at arguably the most believable, Brett, Bret Hart is definitely top three. Maybe number one most believable wrestler ever. Do you for, for the decades we saw this dude on TV? Can you remember one time where there was a Mickey Mouse stupid, ridiculous
3: dumb face on him bro?
1: one time you can't remember
3: no I remember I remember a conversation that I was having with a few friends of mine in college and and they were like i they were like, this guy makes it look real like absolutely watching this guy, that's what i this is
1: real because he wasn't doing any of that stupid shit, bro." He, he was reacting like how somebody in a fight would react. That's how he was reacting. But it's like, oh, it's it's just, bro, it's just everything about the business, man. Everything, man.
3: All right, so let's go to this tweet that was sent in by both Virtue and Eric B. So there's this Twitter account, Lucha Blog. I guess they, they, they write, they do a website on Lucha Libre Wrestling. They've done it for a long time. And they put out this tweet, it turns out I'm booking collision now. So I don't know the context, but I'm guessing they probably had a suggestion or an idea in their blog and then it happened on the show, right? That's all it says. It turns out I'm booking collision now. Tony Khan quotes this tweet. A lot of what I learned about Lucha Libre, I learned from your blog. In 2002, I started watching a lot of Lucha on satellite and tapes and I read your blog and DV DVR to catch up and learn. So you've definitely been a major influence in my promoting and matchmaking choices.
1: Oh, I'm I'm surprised he didn't didn't end it with saying, but did I steal this from you this past week? Uh, No, I'm surprised he didn't say that.
3: He thinks he learned Lucha Libre, and he has knowledge of Lucha Libre because he read a blog. He watched a lot of matches. This is like the Meltzer philosophy. I've Mm -hmm. been watching for so many years. I'm an expert. That's not learning. About promoting it or making matches in it or booking it, this this is a super fan mentality. Because I watch so much, I've been doing watching it for years. Yep. I've been reading it yep. for years. I now know what I'm doing.
1: Yes, absolutely.
3: It's it's, it's bizarre.
1: As much as I complain in bellyache, and, and and we all do, bro, in professional sports when it comes to our favorite team. Could I manage a professional baseball team? Could it, could you manage an NFL team? The answer to that is no. And we know it's no. So even though we complain and carry on and he should have done this and he should have done that at the end of the day, we know. No bro, we could never do what they do. There is so much involved with those positions. And one of the most important thing Jeff is, you know, knowing knowing the the personalities and, you know, knowing how to massage them and who you can get to do what. It's such a psychological game and bro, <laughs> Tony Khan does not have that end of it. If he did, we would not see fights break out in the locker room every single week, bro.
3: So let's go to this tweet sent in by Greg O'Grady. And it started with this wrestling news site, put out a tweet quoting Dave Meltzer, something he said to Brian Alvarez on their show about CM Punk. And Meltzer said to Alvarez, and this is quoted in their tweet throughout this whole ordeal, meaning the CM Punk AEW ordeal, you and I were far too kind to him. I mean, that's the reality we were far too kind to him, giving him the benefit of the doubt. He goes on saying that in the situation, Matt Kuhn quotes this tweet. Oh my God. And this is about Meltzer. He is so arrogant and biased that he really believes this. The punk in AEW era shined a light on wrestling's supposed top journalists, showed us who they really were, how far they've slipped, and now are no longer seen by anyone as top journalists except by sycophants. Right. I think back to Kuhn, you you telling him him how, who these people really were and him defending the shit out oh of them. Oh,
1: my God, yeah, yeah. Bro, 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 bro you, you know what's so funny? This, this Bro, this is Wrestling 101. I mean, this is Journalism 101. I learned this the first day in the class. Read the beginning of, of that quote again, Jeff.
3: Meltzer's or Kuhn's? Meltzer. Throughout this whole whole ordeal, you and I were far too kind to him. Stop right there.
1: We're journalists and we're far too kind. Bro, I thought I thought journalists were supposed to be fair, and journalists were supposed to be unbiased. And you're talking about as a journalist being too kind to somebody bro as a journalist your job is to report the news so you you you're either a journalist or a gossip columnist it's not the same thing so th- that's where the problem always lies you can't refer to yourself as a journalist and then make statements like this bro because a journalist isn't being too unkind or not unkind enough. They are reporting the facts. And 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 again, bro, these guys just continue to expose themselves we're, we're being too kind. Then you're not a freaking journalist, bro.
3: And that's what Kuhn's talking about. But what what's interesting to me is you you told him this. Five years ago. Oh god, yeah. We bro, we could we could pull
1: up old shows that I did with him when we had these freaking debates and he he defended Meltzer to the moon, bro.
3: But I mean he's not doing anything different now than he he's just he's just more uh open, uh, like not really hiding his his bias anymore, you know, with yeah. AEW. But yeah. I mean we've been seeing through the cracks of the years. That's why we did this out of context show that Kuhn always always it. Yes. it. Yes. All right, let's go back to the scrum. This was sent in by Gabe Tuff, and this is Adam Cole leaving. Thank
2: you,
0: Thank you
3: everyone. Did you see him going for the handshake? And then no, 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 He, he <laughs> tried to handshake it. Tried to handshake it. And then and then Khan went for the two-arm hug. Oh. Right, right here. And
1: oh, God, <laughs> man. no. Oh God. And, and he bro the bro, to me too, like because I see this a lot too. Bro, the idea of hugging sweaty wrestlers, like that is Absolutely. Bro, I remember, bro, like I, bro, I remember working. And if somebody would have like a match, you know, bro, you would have to thank them. You know, you thank them for having a great match and stuff. And bro, I remember like when I would give the old, you know, pat on the back to a sweaty wrestler (laughs) right after the match. Bro, it, it was the grossest thing. I mean, bro, including females. It was just the grossest thing. I used to hate that, bro. But you know, sometimes I had to do it. He can't wait to, to nuzzle, nuzzle right in there, bro, with the sweaty skin, bro. You
3: <laughs> know. And then the 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 loud applause for oh, him oh, that leaving. is
1: that is so ridiculous, the applause.
3: All right, let's go to a Brian Alvarez video. This was sent in by Ron Keel, and this is Alvarez with his
0: co-host, and they're talking about uh, collision ratings. What impeccable timing the CM Punk has getting fired, because AEW Collision. This was the week that uh, that football started, and the show died. Three hundred forty-five thousand viewers. Point one one down thirty percent from the week prior. It was the go-home show, and uh, it went head-to-head with WWE Payback on Peacock. And also, where is it? It went up against a college football game. I could have sworn I saw this in here. Yeah, It definitely went up against college football. Well, I mean, I'm trying to find the exact number, but the exact number was something like, this game did like 19 million viewers. Yeah. Just wait. 19 million viewers. Wait till the Iron Bowl. Yeah. So from now until... uh, I think it's like mid-January. Uh, do not expect anything, anything when it comes to collision ratings. Bro, I thought I, I, I could have swore, Jeff.
3: I, I thought people stopped watching TV. <laughs> yeah, well, not only that. This whole argument is so stupid. <laughs> he spells it out right away. Oh, CM Punk picked a perfect time to leave. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's why it dropped. Because the hundred and some thousand that left, I don't think are watching whatever football game it is he, he's talking about. They're probably watching the second thing he talked about, Payback, yeah. the WWE show. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So he's going to say, oh, well, don't expect anything from Collision ratings till January. Because what? The 19 million people that watch this college football game are going to show up now and watch Collision in January. They they think these are the same people.
1: Yeah, no, bro, Raj Raj um, from Wrestling Inc. He he just broke this down because he was talking about this and he broke this exact thing down. And I, I forget what his case was. I can't remember. But in his breakdown, that number was clearly lower because of the WWE show on Peacock M- much more so than the football game. Ra- see, that's what I mean, bro. Raj broke it all down. Ra- and and Raj even said beforehand, we're going to find out, you know, based on these numbers whether it w- was the college football or the WWE, and he broke it all down and then he came back and says, "Yeah, it was clearly the uh, WWE." Um, colli- see I'm I'm so confused now, bro. Collision is
3: what night now? Saturday. That's the Saturday show. Oh God! That. That's the, punk, the the show they made for CM Punk.
1: Bro, they could they could forget that show. They did they, they
3: could they could forget that. All right, let's go to Wade Keller and Nick Houseman together. Video. No, no. Damn it! Well, that's Wade doesn't Wade only does those videos on YouTube to promote his. His yeah, audio show. These, these are audio shows. And uh, this was sent in by Nathan Vaughn. And this was a few weeks after. Well, actually, it was probably the week of All In before Punk was fired uh, when they were throughout
4: throughout that week when they were all discussing the incident backstage. Uh, Sean Ross Saps reporting that that CM Punk has not is saying he has not been informed. He's been suspended. Do you know anything about the communication between Khan and Punk? And if that if there's signs of, of the relationship being strained and communication breaking down compared to the past, where you say they've shared moments in the past.
2: um, Yeah, I, 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 I did not know Sean had reported that. I can confirm that I... What did Sean say? Can you, can you read it back to me what Sean's reporting?
4: Yep, so his his tweet is, we're told that as of now, CM Punk has not been informed of a suspension by AEW, but no word on Jack Perry. And that's a fight
2: I that. I... I didn't want to get into I've I've heard the opposite okay I've heard I've heard the I and I very rarely disagree with Sean yeah I do believe punk has been informed of the suspension I don't know when that tweet was put out um uh so I I think that was I'll just I'll put it that way I think I I, I'm under the impression that punk is aware of it um but uh that is not an indication of the two sides speaking I'll leave it I'll put it that I'll put it that way um I it just it, you know,
4: he put out the tweet I, 29 I, it, minutes ago uh, as of okay. our recording here. So, yeah, I mean, right, but, but I, fair I, enough.
2: I, I'm under the as of 29 minutes ago. it was under the impression Punk and his team knew about it. Yeah. Uh,
3: so we have th- th- these are two of the top in the, in the game, right? Two of the top in the game. Sean Sapp, Nick Houseman, one saying one thing. One saying the other. So who do you know to believe? Because obviously mm-hmm. one of them is right because this is a A or B situation. Either Punk right, was told or right. Punk wasn't told at the time. So yeah. one of them is definitely right, and one of them is definitely wrong. So how how can you I, I just don't understand getting getting caught up in this news world where that's your options, is you have to choose who yeah. you want to believe. Yeah. And then he does the meltzer. Uh they I won't I'll just say that they weren't they weren't communicating. I'll, I'll just put it that way. Why don't you just put it the way it is that you were yeah. were were told?
1: Yeah, I I know, bro. Please, bro, come on. <laughs> What's next,
3: <laughs> bro, the, 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 it,
1: This is it's such Mickey Mouse with these freaking guys, bro. Like seriously, man, they they, they just come across as freaking buffoons, man.
3: But I don't know what made the Keller Hausman thing happen. But I think we need. We need more of them together. Oh God. Yes, absolutely, man. All right. It's time for the closer. I tell you these, these listeners of ours, they find anything. Do you believe Gabe Tuff found Tony Khan's yearbook? Oh no. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Look, hey bro, young
1: whippersnapper. Look at him, huh? Oh wait, we gotta we gotta take this off. Are you gonna read this to me? Can you read this to me? Yeah,
3: it's got his favorite quote. So it says Tony Khan and his nicknames are Tone Loke. C- Tone Loke. CK. And was it Chicone?
1: Chicone. What's what the hell CK? I, I don't Is know. Tony Chaconi Khan?
3: <laughs> yeah, maybe. So his favorite quotes, some of these are movie quotes. Uh, Some of these are from his friend. Like, here's a movie one. Obviously, Give me the the whole thing from the top. Okay. Okay. Hey, if Illinois gets one more win, they qualify for the, hey, look at me. I effing suck.com bowl. That was said by Shapiro. I don't know who that is. Mrs. Peacock was a man. Mr. Green from Clue. Obviously, Taylor's thinking. I don't know what the hell Taylor's thinking harry doyle major league two i can verify that love it could it could be a ball fake coach pete bell from blue chips if they were taking bets on your father's bout with death i'd bet everything i had on death it's a good bet and the odds are he'll probably die dr farthing from dirty work cussins you don't have half the sack to run a halfback option pass Me playing Madden with Tom. The last time I listened to one of your plans, I wound up naked on a bus. Screech from Saved
1: by the Bell. Here's the best one. Bro, quote, I think that's the first time I've ever heard anybody quote Saved by the Bell. (laughs) No, we end it with a Kurt Angle quote.
3: You know, I'm both the European champion and the Intercontinental champion. And a lot of people come up to me and say, Kurt Angle, Olympic gold medalist, Eurocontinental champion, which belt weighs more? The European title or the Intercontinental title, and actually the answer might surprise you. The European title actually weighs a little more. I think it's because the European title represents more countries than the Intercontinental. So why is that in his yearbook? <laughs> and here, here's a uh, here's a close up of the uh, of the shot there, styling. There's another picture, so we're we're gonna play a game now. Where's Tony hey, what, what
1: what what is wrong, bro? Why why can't why, why does he why has he chosen that look he has today? That's what I don't understand. Look look look, look
3: at who he was. Well, I mean, that's what I was thinking because I'm like, hey, he he's got a, a a good looking haircut. He's dressed very nice. It's picture day. Did somebody did his parents give him the clothes to wear because it was picture day? You know. Yeah, I
1: I don't know, bro, but I don't know how this turned into the freaking mess that we see
3: every week. I ju- I I don't know, bro. So there's another picture? Yeah, you're going to see if you can find him. We're going to play Where's Tony Khan. Okay, so this is
1: a school club I'm taking it.
3: Yeah. I think
1: I think he's the dude right in the middle with the white shirt. No. 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 Oh, I I see who he is. He's doing the wrestling pose with the gray shirt. Yes. (laughs) He's doing this. Bro, he's doing the rest. (laughs) Go back. What are you doing? There. There he is. Oh, my God. Very nice. Oh,
3: jeez. Yeah, it's like he's trying to do Scott Hall or something. Wow, man. (laughs) How did they find this stuff?
1: Go pull, pull pull it back out again. Let me see the whole thing. Oh man, I'm I'm just saying, bro. This looked like a normal dude, a good-looking kid. I mean, my God, I don't I don't know, man, bro. If if you're gonna let the business, if you're gonna let the business change you that much, you're you're in for a rude awakening, bro. Because man, if, if I would have let the business the mold me to it, I would be a horrible, horrible, horrible person today, bro.
3: Yeah, but he looks like a normal kid. I mean, it's That's funny because it's Tony Khan, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't look like the sheltered kid we imagined him to be. Even though his description of himself, bro, know, is there any way like I can get a picture of this to
1: download? Can I get this picture?
3: This one here, yeah,
1: yeah. I got it. I got to get this and put it next to Poodlehead and just just caption it. What right. happened? What happened? (laughs) If if this is what wrestling did to you, do you really want to be a part of it? Like, yeah, send me this, but I could have a blast with this. Yeah. Unreal. Unreal, bro. Well, Well, what is
3: going on in your world, Jeff? If you guys would like to submit to this show, you do so to me. The only place I take submissions is Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com. If you send in tweets, please include both a link and a screenshot to the tweet. You can also submit audio and video clips Please make them around 30 seconds to a minute longer if necessary, uh, to keep it in context and MP3s for audio MP4s for video Jeff lanes, email at gmail.com.
1: And guys, remember there is a bonus show, bro. There is a bonus show on, uh, Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. You could be a part of that bonus show. You can castrate marks with us. And we also have over there, hey mom, look, I'm doing a TV show in the basement. I think you guys will absolutely love that. Patreon, bro, starts at 75 cents a week. Uh you could get both packages. Yeah, I mean, literally, Jeff, you can get both packages for what $7.95? You're under 10 bucks, Bro, I I swear to God, a bag of potato ch- I will, I, bro. I had to buy some odds and ends today, Jeff. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to the grocery store. I'm just going to Walmart. I'm just going to freaking Walmart. Bro, do you know, literally, a bag of potato chips is about a nickel away from five bucks.
3: Yeah. A bag of
1: freaking potato chips, guys. So here, you get the best of both worlds, bro, for $7.95. A month, you'll get entertainment here, bro. You're gonna get entertainment from people that have actually been in the business and know what the freak they're talking about. People that aren't afraid to call out other people. Um, And uh, you know, you we're, we're, we're committed to you, bro. We're not looking for jobs. This is our job. You are our job. So check us out, bro. Support us. We really appreciate it. That is it, everybody. For me and Jerry, we'll see you next week.